Happy New Year! What's the word? What's happening? Back in full effect. First part of the year, you already know, whenever you hit that MVP chant, it's the most valuable podcast in the world, big dog. It's the Hitman Podcast. Got a full house to bring in the new year. Cinco, MG, Katie in here. What's the word, fellas? How y'all feeling, man? Yeah, yeah. We in this bitch. <laughs> Straight to the point, huh? Hey, great talk, man. Y'all know how we do it. Happy New Year to everybody, man. We back in live, full effect. It's a full house, man. I'm feeling good, man. How y'all be? Huh. Hey, we great over here. It was a very amazing blue uh, New Year's for your man. Yeah, I knew he was going there. I knew he was going there. To this day. Hey, bro, it's about to get even better, <laughs> bro. Matthew Stafford and the Rams at Ford Field. First round of the playoffs, boy. You losing me. You losing you losing me. You losing me. You losing me. We started off good. I don't know where you going with it right now. Hey, Detroit, bro. you you claim you wasn't a Lions fan for two years. Now all of a sudden, here I'm we not. go. I'm rooting for the Rams. That ain't changed. Bro. This is the bro, payback. This, this is the revenge, the real revenge game. How great bro, would it be? All over the place. Stafford. Michigan get into the championship and then Detroit win the division for the first time in 30 years of your lifetime. Oh my hey, god. Going for the Rams? You already know, bro. I probably bro, I'm telling bro, look, this is my the revenge. <laughs> oh, I just need right on time, to, man. I need Stafford to walk in the four field and beat the Lions. I mm. I might I might want that more than the Super Bowl win, bro. You know how appreciated that's gonna be for me? Cinco, what's up, bro? How you feeling, Fire? You alright, bro? Feeling good, man. It's twenty twenty four, man. We we got we has a great weekend of sports. Man, <laughs> listen, man. It was, Ready to get back to it. First episode of the year. We're going to get to it, man. What you leaving? What you leaving in the back? What you leaving back in 2020? Uh, <laughs> like the chick that's on the stepping uh, stone. You ain't doing that? Man, I'm, I'm, trying, to, that? I'm trying to lead D'Angelo Russell in, in, in 2023, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we trying to leave man. behind, man. They talking about he coming to the Bulls, maybe. I wish. I hope. <laughs> that's 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 God. God will. Hey, that long pause. I didn't know if that was gonna be good or bad. Hey, hey y'all, God, will. y'all tell me, y'all tell me about the bad habits that y'all leaving in last year. One, just give me one. You got one bad <laughs> habit. <laughs> yeah, sympathy. It could be whatever. <laughs> uh, tra- leaving the trash ass parlays in twenty twenty three. Leaving overcooking the eggs, overcooking the rice. You know what I just put, I just put me a five dollar twenty three pick in the other day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving. Uh, I'm leaving behind betting on any Hornets players. I'm not betting on no Hornets players for the rest of the year. Clay Thompson, leaving Clay Thompson. And definitely, <laughs> well, definitely, definitely leave Clay Thompson out. <laughs> definitely leave Clay Thompson out. Your, out your hey, I got one. I got one. We gonna leave all Cowboys slander in 2023. Mm, nah, we can't. We can't guarantee that, brother. Yeah, we, see, look at we, we ready to spit that hate out. We ready to spit that hate out in a couple weeks. Cowboys supposed to be playing tonight. Man, what the fuck is going on? I think mine gonna be simple, bro. I'm leaving complaining in 2023. I ain't finna. I could okay. complain, but I won't. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I'm gonna chill on on whatever's whatever's coming my way is coming my way, good, bad, or indifferent. I'm gonna just react to all of it the same. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna tweak off on it like I used to. I'm not gonna like let people dig. knock me off my square like I used to. And I have been letting people like knock me off my square for the past couple of years, reacting to stuff that I shouldn't be. 
uh, allow okay, myself to kind of get pulled into stuff that don't really acquire my attention. So that's good. That's what I'm on. You feel me? Okay, that's, that's then some realization around this camp. Yeah, man. But but uh, here we are. Try, here we are bullshitting and Chris trying to get his life in line. <laughs> got to, I got to, bro. I got to. It, it's I'm, I'm moving like my life depends on it because it do. Nice. But um, before we get off into the show, man, I want to talk about a couple things that <laughs> kind of like was on my mind, but she, like I, I don't even know what to call it—guilty pleasures or whatever. Y'all been tuned into this uh to this thugger trial at all, bro? Nah, I've been getting my updates from you. Hey now, hey now, whatever, whatever, come across my my timeline, you know, I check it out, but not, 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 not step by step, bro. I'm tuned into it like it's must see TV, (laughs) and that ain't even what I usually be on. I don't watch Cops, First Forty Eight, none of that. But this is like it's drama, it's real life TV. So they had a slug on there earlier. I can't even pronounce bro name, Mister Stevens. He was on there today giving it up. You feel me? (laughs) Ah, my God, what a clip at. They asked, they asked, bro, uh, how long has he known Young Thug? How long has he been a member of the crew? This and that. And he talking about he ain't passed his GED. Check this out, G. I'm trying to count. I'm kind of bad with math. That's why I ain't passed the math part of my GED yet. <laughs> <laughs> this is a Rico case, though, bro. They, this is supposed to be a component of a criminal enterprise. This nigga talking about he can't even do math. Nah, simple man. Like it ain't like they asked the nigga to convert some, some some shit. They asked that man how many years has he known somebody. Bro said, and bro, bro said, said I'm not good at math. He said, whenever y'all say objection, it throw off my train of thought. The lady asked him to spell his name, bro. Bro, that's like one of the first <laughs> great memes of the year or gifs of the year. You seen it? You seen it on Twitter earlier? <laughs> X, bro, whatever. Hey, I see somebody say, "Hey, yo, when my girl caught me cheating." <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna uh, the, F, the, y'all, the Epstein, the Epstein list out, the Epstein oh, list boy. out. Mm. Some names on that, man. Oh, y'all, y'all already seen it. Somebody sent it to me. Oh, it's some big names. <laughs> now look, on that one. look, look! I, I ain't the bro. only one. I thought, I thought I was the only one. He, he waiting on the news too. There's some big hey, names. Man, on some names that uh, people ain't gonna be happy about. Really? Give us one. Some, Beyonce. Is that the real list? I keep seeing like a bunch of lists. Nah, they got some fake lists on there. I, the, the names I seen was Chris Tucker, uh, Bill Clinton. Oh. Speaking, I seen that. Speaking of the list, speaking I of seen list, Trump, we, we, Clinton. I mean, that's been on that. That's been on since the documentary, man. Uh, Cat Williams went off on some people. Speaking of names, you heard. He brought the flamethrower to the club. Shay Shay, you heard. I've been watching highlights on Twitter <laughs> when I get a chance. I got to watch the whole interview, bro. Hey, he I left. watched 30 minutes. My, my boy. Yeah, he went out like that. Can't, can't lock it low. He went out. Dog, you, right? need, you need to <laughs> flex bombs on like that Mike in the, in the NBA finals, bro. Man. You need to, you need to flex bombs in the ether <laughs> background beat on that motherfucker, man. For real. God, <laughs> damn. 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 Yeah, he was, motiv- hey, he was motivated. Oh, yeah, he was motivated on that one. That might be the best interview of the year. All right, what about yeah, we and, just and, it's, it's, we three days in, sure. Bro, you really think I'm gonna top that? I just seen like five, six different clips. I don't think nothing gonna top that one. Right, hey, are, are, are y'all buying into any of this Jimmy Kimmel and Aaron Rodgers beef? 
Wait, wait, you no. speeding. We you speeding. You speeding. <laughs> oh, my bro. bad, my bad, my bad. Look at the docket. Let me let me get the folks reacclimated for the uninitiated. <laughs> we everywhere. We won't let y'all know. We won't let y'all know. We everywhere that podcast live. All right. Apple Podcast, Google Podcast. It's gonna be a sing-along. I'm gonna put like the bouncing ball at the bottom of the uh, <laughs> the bottom of the screen for YouTube. Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, everywhere that podcast live at. Check us out. Hit us up on the socials. Hit me a podcast at labeled and on. Y'all, y'all supposed to follow me. What's up, bro? Oh, my bad. I thought you always dropped the you always drop the socials. You say at labeled and on, at virtuoso sports, at you know what I'm saying? You drop them all like blah, 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 blah. So we was waiting on you to drop. And you was like, oh, well, I'm waiting on y'all. You you gotta let us know you're bringing in something new. It's on you. It's on you. We're gonna hit the home run. First base, second base. You feel me? Hey man, on Twitter at KD underscore Robinson, man, just hit me there and I'll send you the IG. God damn it. Man, I'm on Twitter, man. I'm on Twitter at CincoJ05, and I'm on Instagram, man, at JaredJ5. Man, I'm 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 talking sports all day, man. That's that's just what I do, man. Boom, 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 boom. Hit us up in the mailbag to hit me a podcast at gmail.com. Let's get off into it. Blue Blue the bell. Bell. All right. You want to talk Aaron Rodgers or we going to the league first? What's the word? Too hot. Too hot. Hey, bro. Hey, Pat been on the road the last couple days, boy. Look, man. Hey, man, listen. I'm, I'm, I just want to know, like, 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 at some point, like, it's funny to me because it's always, like, and I hope I hope nobody listening takes this the wrong way. But it's always funny when you see a white analyst or a white uh, NFL player and a black analyst, or you see the contrast like the white on one side and the black on one side. It's rarely say ever. It's rarely. <laughs> it's rarely ever that you see two prominent figures both in their, you know, and in, in whatever respective uh, jobs they have. That's white people go at each other. So, like, black people got their popcorn. We sitting off to the side. Like, we watching this shit like must-see TV, especially with Jimmy Kimmel say, hey, anymore, and we're going to have to talk this, talk about this in court. Like, they can stop playing on my Set top. Set it up. Set it up. Set it up, though. Tell them what's going on. Tell them what happened. Well, I don't know if y'all been following, but basically Aaron Rodgers was making the inclination that – um. Jimmy Kimmel was going to be on uh, Epstein's list. He actually uh, he was on Pat Ma- he was made on Pat that McAfee comment show. on Pat McAfee's show. Um, long story short, Jimmy Kimmel didn't like that shit. He took kind of to it, and he actually went on Twitter to say, hey, Aaron Rodgers, you're going to quit spitting lies about me, blah, blah, blah. The next time it comes up, we're going to be talking about it in court, man. And I just don't think we heard the last of it, man. I'm, I'm over here tapping my forefingers. This is yesterday, uh, January 3rd, uh, yeah, January 2nd. Yeah, that Aaron Rodgers comes on every Tuesday on Pat McAfee's show. Shout out to Pat McAfee. Um, but he went on there and they kind of was just shooting the shit, you know, podding a little bit. Rodgers. And, uh, and Aaron Rodgers came off and, and said he was going to be celebrating New Year's. He's going to be popping some champagne. And he made an off-color comment about Jimmy Kimmel being on the Epstein list. Um, he took high offense to it and let Rodgers know that he wasn't he wasn't playing like that. You don't play with my name like that. You don't play with my family name like that. Now, what's interesting to me about the situation, 
mind you, he handled it with class. He handled it right, right, a right. little better than I would have, honestly, to For be sure. perfectly honest with you. But what's interesting to me is Pat McAfee's show airs on ESPN. Yes. Right. Just right. Although righteous. it's a partnership, although it's a partnership, Pat McAfee is affiliated with ESPN, ABC, Disney. Right. Jimmy it's Kimmel. Famous. Jimmy Kimmel also... is an ABC is an ABC oh. employee. You feel me? Mm -hmm. So, and we all know how Disney get down. Mickey Mouse is a conservative network. They don't play like that. So for Aaron Rodgers, who's not affiliated with either or, right? He's just friends with Pat McAfee. He's a he's a reoccurring contributor on the show. For him to come on there and kind of say that so recklessly, one that don't seem like that's his style. You know, Aaron Rodgers really moved discreet. He don't really like just say stuff to be saying stuff. But this year he kind of been letting it fly. He went in on uh, Coach Hackett at the beginning of the year on, on NFL Network, told him to keep uh, well not Hackett. Oh, who, who was he talking about? I'm sorry. Let me let me make sure I'm correct. He Bro, went in on the coach. And was, he went in on somebody. Was it Sean Payton? It was Sean Payton. Yeah, because Sean he, Payton he, had he, said some like he had like, said some stuff about Hackett, right? Yeah. And he told yeah. he told Sean Payton to keep his coach's name out of his mouth, right? So that was that was kind of like different. Then he gets hurt at the beginning of the year, and ever since then, instead of kind of just being quiet and laying low, he's been the type to kind of be out. Speaking about whether he might play, teasing if he, if he was going to come back and play for the Jets, giving his commentary on how the, the league is kind of performing nowadays. And then this comment yesterday. Again, saying this on Disney is a, a whole nother beast. And Aaron Rodgers is who he is. But Jimmy Kimmel is who he is as well. Jimmy Kimmel's on TV every night. They just got off the writer's strike. His show got back on the air, you know, not too long ago. So for you to jump out the window and say something like that, and that's a crazy indictment. Jeffrey Epstein is a whole nother world of scumbag, Ooh. right? We talking about child pornography, sex trafficking. For you to just associate this man and essentially put an ABC name in it, that's kind of that's kind of crazy. So Pat McAfee went on his show earlier today on today's latest episode and made a statement essentially walking it back apologizing uh for what happened and you know he is no stranger to this situation either he was caught up in potential lawsuit talks with brett Favre after he made his comments about his case not too long ago i don't know man it's just nasty work uh i hate to say it but if, if aaron Rodgers was aaron williams or aaron johnson this will be even more, this will even, this will be a worse story than what we're talking about right now. You know what I'm saying? True. Yeah, it's just to the point where it's just like, like, like these athletes, like, I hate to say it like this, but these athletes get old, man, and just start just, just going <laughs> off at the mouth, man. It's just crazy, man. I mean, you even listen to some of the guys that's on like podcasts now, you know what I'm saying? Like some of the things that they be saying, like, you know, if they were 15 years younger, they would never say anything like that. So it's just like, I don't know. It's, I, I feel like it's like that with a lot of athletes. Now, he just went way too far. He went way left with that one. But um, OD, hell yeah. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, I mean. So let me, let me, let me, let me ask y'all this, right? So let me say it's you, right? You're Jimmy Kimmel and, and Aaron Rodgers says this about you, right? What is it that Aaron Rodgers can come back and do or say that can put you that can put him back in a positive wheelhouse with you? Because for me, there's nothing that you can say that can walk that back. Like you associated me with one of the worst, sickest, sickest individuals known 
publicly in the last 20 years when it comes to that type of thing. You associated me with that. Like for me, there's no coming back from that. What about for you guys? Is that something that they can walk back? No. No. Absolutely not. Maybe for public perception, there's an apology, but behind closed doors, I will never. No. Straight up. No way. Fuck them. And here's the thing about Aaron Rodgers Fuck and Pat McAfee. Fuck them. That is probably. And, and if I'm Pat McAfee, I'm like, bro. If I'm Pat McAfee, not to cut you off, MG. If I'm Pat McAfee, I'm like, bro, what you on, bro? Like, do that on your own time. Do that on your own show. Don't come on my shit doing that. Like, yeah, that's kind of crazy. Yeah, he can't come Because now you got, I got to go back to them anymore. and walk this back. He can't come back on that show anymore. There's no way he can let him back on that show anymore. <laughs> well, what if he does? Like, that is the truth. That is the truth. He can't. It's over with. Aaron it's Rogers over with. That we get publicly. That it's over with. You done. That is Aaron Rodgers. A lot of the comments he has made over the years on there. Yeah, absolutely. You done, bro. The you you think so? Of Aaron Rodgers, we gonna see. Hell yeah, bro. You can't. You can't make an indictment like that against our one of our top stars. First of all, first off. First off, Jimmy Kimmel is an A-list celebrity. This this motherfucker be hosting the Oscars. He's in commercials. He he interviews everybody every night on his show. Like, that's number one. That's numero uno. Second of all, you don't even work. You're not with us. You're not working with us. You're not auditioning to be with us once we get off the, like, once you retire. Like, you just kind of, like, shooting the shit with your homie. But for you to put my show in jeopardy, mind you, Pat McAfee signed for 80 plus million dollars to partner with, with ESPN for this show, right? Yeah. I'm sure there's some clauses in the contract, like, okay, you don't necessarily have to change up your show or change up the, the, the format of it, but there's certain things you probably can't say, can and cannot say for FCC, you know, airwave regulations. And then for you to make an indictment like that against somebody that works for us, that's crazy. Like, you done, bro. You cooked. You ain't no apologizing, ain't no money donations, because that's how you really felt. Mm -hmm. Go, go heal up. Go handle your business. Go back to the Jets and let that be it. Like, that's crazy. Cause you gonna for me, you spending the rest of your life apologizing. And Jimmy Kimmel was was very eloquent when he said, like, bro, you put my family life at risk. My children got to see that. You know what I'm saying? And they they probably old enough to read and know who Jeff, Jeffrey Epstein is. For you to associate me with them, like, you cooked, bro. I can't. I I couldn't. I couldn't say nothing like that about him and then come back from it. If somebody then, said that about Aaron Rodgers and his family, you think it's coming, you think it's some coming back from, if, if you were Aaron Rodgers, would you would you be cool with that? No. And then you also got to think about, like, like he, his family, so I don't think he would care about <laughs> 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 Then, bro, also, I look at it as, like, from the family of the victims, dog. You, you, you rubbing it, like, you, you, whether, whether that's a, whether that's a, 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 a right, um, whether your accusations are right or wrong, though, you got to think about the family of these victims. Now you're giving them somebody, you, you're giving them a face for the blame. And that face might not even be a face that's even associated with anything close to that particular situation, but you're giving them a face to place the blame on. So now unwanted stress, undue um, pu public, uh, what do you call it? What, how, what's the word that I'm looking for? Public perception is now tainted because you've associated me with this, even if you were joking, however the situation may be. Just putting my name in that same sentence now is going to associate me with that. Whether I'm guilty or I'm innocent, it's still going to associate me with that because Aaron Rodgers said it. 
Yo, I really want y'all to tap into this YSL trial. They got another they got another show in tomorrow, right? Tomorrow at 9 a.m. <laughs> like I, I it just hit me. I forgot. So when they do breaks, like it's it's bro. Not to not to distract from what we're doing. So like the judge, right? He got a he has a emotional support dog, right? What? The judge got two earrings, got stud earrings in. They talking about Thug eating real good. How's he, how, how's he eating so good in prison? Cause he done got this Homer Simpson belly. Like he super kicking it. Like ain't nothing, like his life ain't on the line. But the worst part about it is for me. <laughs> they went to ask, let me cut the music off. They asked dude, they asked bro that was on the stand today. Like what does, uh, <laughs> what does his tattoo stand for? You feel me? And on the back of his neck, it say can't fight fake, right? But he spelled it with a K. So they trying to affiliate him with, with the bloods, right? So they go, what's up with what's up with the tattoos? He's like, well, I I, I wanted this tattoo to, to be original, this and that. They said, well, why you spell can't with a C instead of a K? He's like, well, I wanted it to be original. It came from this movie called Law Abiding Citizen. Bro, you are on it the did. stand on trial talking about your tattoo came from Law Abiding Citizen. And then hey, when they that, break that, for like that, lunch. That, that, that quote does come from Law Abiding Citizen, though. So if you remember at the first, at the beginning of the movie, like yeah. the dude, uh -oh. who, the dude, no, seriously, the dude who went in and raped his daughter, like that was one of the things that the dude was saying when he got, um, when he actually got away with it. Once he got off and he was walking out of court, the dude was saying something to him and he was like, you can't fight fate. That's who, that was actually something that he said to him. So when the, the when the lead man in Law Abiding Citizen came back, you know it was a big deal with with that word Law can't fight fate. But I get where you going with it, like. But he wins though. He ain't lying. Look, man. The lawyer told me that one. Count. I'm kind of bad with math. <laughs> that's why I ain't passed the math part of my GD. Bro, I don't want to hear none of that shit you yeah, talking bro. about. I hear you. I hear what you talking about. But what? That's like them trying to create new acronyms for like thug or like uh, French Montana trying to yeah, create an like, acronym for Coke Boys. Young nah, successful bro. living. Young successful living, bro. Come on, dog. Then they do, they, they set this shit up when they go to lunch. Like it's a halftime, like it's a, like it's a halftime report. Like it's, like it's. Uh, uh, NFL halftime in a minute. They they doing social commentary like, oh, they breaking down plays like, oh, why didn't the prosecutor just ask him direct questions? When and, and she needs to make second half adjustments when they come back, she needs to ask him questions. Yo, like, dog, just tune into it. It's on. It's even. It's on YouTube. You ain't got to watch it on CNN or nothing. Just t tune in to YouTube. It's on there. More entertaining than uh, than uh. Dog, it's the same people that covered the Tory, the Tory and Meg joint, the 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 Puff and Cassie situation. Just, just, bro, just check it out. It's great daytime TV. But anyway, I, 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 I just, I just had to let that, I, I had to let that off. My fault, bro. Hey, bro. all these rappers changing acronyms, changing names and slogans in their acronyms. It's just a bunch of beef going into 2024. Like, hey, Joe, the, so, so the next joint, Russell try to put an acronym for, uh, for Joey Crack, for the Crack. Yeah, <laughs> nuts, nuts, nuts. Russell Wilson and Sean Payton. Let's, let's get into it. Sean Payton undressed Russell Wilson on the sideline, pause, basically like barked on him. We know how the situation is going to play out, how it's going to end, but this is all about contract talks. Was it about bad, was it about bad play? Excuse me. Was it about a difference in philosophy? You seen Sean Payton was on, on Fox uh, pregame show all last year, politicking for a job. 
He gets the Denver job, comes into the press conference, essentially shooting at him like, we ain't finna be doing this where you got an office and your entourage is not finna be coming in and out of the, the facilities and X, Y, and Z. But y'all, I, I know y'all y'all tuned into this. Like, barked on him for no reason. And he and and Ryan Clark, shout out to the pivot, shout out to Ryan Clark. He went, he been going at Sean Payton all week. He said basically like Sean Payton had the right one. Cause if it was anybody else, if it were him, it wouldn't it would have went a little bit different. You know what I'm saying? I think both sides are actually wrong. Like Sean Payton been doing a little bit too much. That's for sure. Word. But for at sure. the same time, we've heard about Russell in Seattle. And then we've heard about Russell in Denver now. There is a pattern with him as well. Where he ain't really liked by his teammates a lot of times. Like it's a very real thing. Like I so I get I see both sides as wrong. Like it's well, I see Sean Payton is just he just doing too much. Like a lot of the like, especially like publicly, a lot of the stuff he has said. Like, what was that whole comment? Like he needs to stop stop kissing babies and, and, and something. I haven't oh, seen like, uh, nasty. I, yeah, I haven't seen a nasty. number one quarterback be rated by a head coach like this since Jamarcus Russell. Yeah, but at the same time, like we didn't hurt what everybody didn't have to say about Russell in Seattle, and then we see what happened with. Russ in Denver before Sean Payton got there like it's a lot of red flags with stuff like the dude literally has the reputation of being fake <laughs> like that interview Look, Russ God, did the other day was probably the realest version of Russ we ever gonna get <clears throat> so I, but I, I think, think, the, I think the, but if you if you're around Russ you know this already though you know what yeah but that's the thing like, at a certain point Sean Payton ain't don't feel don't seem like he's ever liked Russ. In so yeah, like he came in blazing saddles. Yeah, so like when like you him. go into a situation where you already don't like somebody, you're gonna call him out on everything. Sean Payton just been going over the top with it, but he he never liked Russ, and so Russ being fake was gonna bother him from jump anyways. Like the I problem, think that's just what it but is. The, like, but I mean, the problem he, of it. The problem of it is the the ownership, right? The ownership traded for Russ. The ownership yeah. GM exactly. traded for Talk Russ. Talk about this, it. This is not like they did not want him. They gave up a lot to get him. So it says, that tells you that they wanted him. And then you have now a coach who you bring in who doesn't want him, and now you just automatically – it does seem like they're taking the coach's side. And yeah. – that's the problem. Like, that's the problem. Like, if if I bring in a guy, right, and I say, man, this is going to be my quarterback. I'm going to give him, what, what did they give him, 200 and what, 50 million, 230 million, mm -hmm. something like that. And then mm -hmm. you say, oh, a year later, you say, okay, well, I'm going to fire this coach because he was bad, and I'm going to bring in this coach. And then the coach says, we don't want him. Mm, it, it's not that simple. It's not that simple. You know what I'm saying? And that, that's just like a job, any job, right? You 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 have a a you have a guy who you bring in, you pay lots of money to run run your company, and then all of a sudden you bring in a, a, a CEO or a COO, and then he doesn't like that guy, and then there's back and forth, and it's just like, you know, two sides really not it's not not equaling out like what the common goal was, and, and it seemed like there was no common goal. No, and. But my thing is, like, if this was like the Brady Belichick situation in New England, you should have picked the player, right? Obviously, you should have picked Brady. 
came down to it. But this ain't one of them situations where we can say Russ has done more in this league than Sean Payton, considering. He hasn't. He hasn't. The Seahawks ain't won. A, the Seahawks haven't won a Super Bowl in ten years. The Saints, when Sean Payton won, haven't didn't win it in almost fifteen years. Yeah. Coming up this February. But again, what are we talking about? There is a reason why Seattle got rid of him, and it's not just money. You don't see quarter. You don't see franchise quarterbacks get traded. That just don't happen my, in the NFL. Like it is very rare that like quote unquote number one franchise quarterback get traded. It like how how, how do we see that happen see to this? the end of their career? Last week of the regular season, how do we see this panning out? Does Russ stay? Does Russ go? Does Peyton stay? Oh, does Peyton go? Russell do go. they both stay? Do they both go? What's 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 the fallout for this? How does this end up? Russ gone. I don't think there's no other scenario that's gonna happen. Gone where? New Orleans, Atlanta, uh, Cleveland, Atlanta. Hell it'll depend no. on who we're Las Vegas and how they look. The Jets, Vegas, Vegas. Can see, I can see him. Uh, I can see him with the Raiders or, or Atlanta. Um, I mean, I like, know at one point he, he had Washington. I like it. Uh, maybe even Tennessee. Washington, Washington as a as a stopgap because you know they drafting a QB this year. So maybe Washington, maybe Atlanta. Sean Payton staying. Yeah, hell yeah, Sean Payton. Hey, they Sean already drew their line. They they've made their decision. Yeah, by letting yeah, him yeah, yeah, yeah. do what he's doing, they're telling you who they're picking. Yeah, Absolutely. I caught it at the beginning. The, of the line, line in the sand is wrong. Coexist. Speaking of quarterback staying or going, five. What's up, bro? What we doing with the stripe? What we doing with Jay Fields, dog? We're gonna draft Caleb. We're gonna draft Drake May. We 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 staying with bro. We rocking with bro. They talking about resigning uh Flus. Yeah, they basically the Rappaport already said is they pretty much bringing them back. They said they, they forty million, forty mil though. Yeah, that's what they saying, man. That's what they saying. They bringing them back. But I, I mean, I would wow. keep Fields. I would keep Fields, man. He, he's as long as they keep the, the shackles off of him, man, he can be productive. He's just shown that over the last, like, five weeks. Um, the, the problem is they had shackles on him the last, the first four or five weeks. Shout out to DJ Moore, 1,300-yard uh, receiver. I think that's the first 1,300-yard, like, 1,000-yard receiver for the Bears, and I don't know how long. Probably since, what, Allen Robinson? I was going to say Allen Robinson, I believe. Probably so. I'll yeah, get ready to I go mean, away. They, I mean, they got they got the talent. They turned and Flores did turn the defense around. The defense was playing, you know, they were playing balls out, pause. You know, what I'm saying I mean, the last like the last five weeks. So, you know, they, I mean, sweat they got it going. Be since he got there. Yeah, like up. the one thing I will say though, the one thing I will say though is they're letting him play this last week. And that's kind of telling me that they still kind of. You don't think they're going to sit him? They're not sitting him. They, they pretty much said they're not sitting him. He's been practicing all week. I've been paying attention to the end report. He's been practicing all week. So he, he's, he's. Packers week. He's playing, man. He's playing. So that kind of I mean, tells me that they. Number. I know it's a rivalry I mean, game. They want to knock the Packers pick, out, so. blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, if he's really your future quarterback, you got nothing to play for, he should be sitting this week. For sure. Uh, I agree. I think they should rest. Because what y'all sitting at in the draft? 10. What? They got the Panthers. Number one with a bullet. I'm talking, about your, own, I'm talking about your own pick. What? We already know you Hold got on. the first pick from the Panthers. I'm talking about your own draft pick. I That's the only one that matters. Yeah, That's the only one that matters. I don't think they care about their pick. 
Other, they, they wouldn't be it's, trying to win these games if they win it. Basically. If it's another they top would, 10 pick, it does hey, matter so, because so, I don't think so y'all drafted y'all the quarterback tra- at one, so y'all probably going to trade down. That's what I'm saying. I was going to say, y'all probably going to trade out at one. Yeah, because nah, y'all not drafting Harrison. the QB, so y'all probably going to probably trade down to two or three. Three. They'll probably try to get the same deal that they just got. They'll probably try to trade down, get a number one pick for the following year. And then, yeah. and so, then that, draft, so again, and that's then why that tenth Harrison pick matters, three though. If you go you'll up get somebody that's thirsty. One, yeah, you'll get somebody that's thirsty trying to move up to one. New England, you'll, you'll get some teams that'll be thirsty to trying to move up to one. Last subject in the NFL before we move around. Um, something I was thinking about before the year ended: coaches, like championship coaches, leaving, taking a hiatus, and then coming back. I don't think I've, I've <clears throat> we haven't seen it in the modern day. Like we've seen it in our like our childhood, but not in the modern day. That, I was thinking about that when it came to Doc Rivers. I watched his uh, interview with Certified. Somebody got the TV on. Um, I watched it with Certified. Shout out to uh, KG and Paul and, and Paul Pierce. They had Doc Rivers on, but Doc Rivers ain't won a championship since 2008, right? Yeah. He's taking a year off to 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 do TV. Uh, who knows? He might get an opportunity to coach again, but I don't see him winning a championship. You know what I'm saying? Right. I, I went. I, I put some names on this list. Rudy T came back after he won with the Rockets, coached the Lakers, coached Kobe and the Lakers. Didn't do it. Bill Parcells came back after winning championships with the Giants. Came back, coached Dallas. Didn't happen. Belichick came back after coaching the Browns. Right. Ended up changing it, turning the thing around, winning with the Patriots. The only uh, coaches that I can remember, and then KD brought up Urban Meyer, did it twice, did it with Florida, did it with Ohio State. But the only coaches that I could think of was Pat Riley and Phil. So my question question to y'all is, my question to y'all is, in the event that we get a slew of new coaches in the NFL or in the NBA, depending on how the season goes, are there coaches that are sitting on the sideline that you think have a chance to come in and win after they've already won once. Bill Cowher called it quits a while to, a while ago. You know what I'm saying? He they talking about Sean Mc. He was. He he was he was he was he was fielding jobs and then he and he's like, I'm just gonna do TV full time. Almost close to taking that Jaguar job. Like, Word they really before they job. before they gave it nobody, to nobody. Nobody wanted the Jaguars dumpster fire. No. He, no, Peterson. Peterson ended up yeah, taking Peterson, it after winning the championship. But, I mean, he's Peterson, another. Before, I was gonna say, Doug Peterson needed another shot. Didn't he get hit with like a DUI or some shit? Yeah. Uh, like, what was what happened with Doug Peterson after after he left um, Philly? Philly. Yeah. What happened with him? I know there was some kind of scandal. I thought there was some kind of incident. Maybe I'm tripping. Maybe I got the wrong person. It might have been an assistant coach on the team too. I'm trying to remember. Something did happen. But, Pe- but Peterson fits in. Peterson fits in that model too. Okay, won a championship. Can he? Can he get Jacksonville to the championship? Can he? Can he figure something out with them? Harbaugh. Harbaugh never won something. Word around the campfire is, depending on the outcome of the of the championship uh, game next week against Washington, he might be on his way back to the NFL I don't as well. Know, bro, I, I I didn't heard some things about the contract they got sitting on that man desk. I don't know if there's enough money that the NFL gonna pay him to leave. Man. The Raiders, Mark Davis don't give a fuck about no money, bro, bro. at all. And he's paying. He already paying two coaches how that's much, sitting on the sideline right he pay now. Josh McDaniels. Don't matter. We got it. We got it. Eighty mil. We got it. We got it. That contract on uh, Harbaugh, this is more than 
It's over. 100. I feel it. I, like, I understand. It's over. 100. I understand. Like God, that's, understand. that's a lot to turn down, bro. But I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Like I said, like Doc Rivers, could he come back and win a championship? Can somebody like? Uh, no, because the only job, the only jobs that are going to be available are going to be on teams that need to do a whole lot of rebuilding. So I don't think he has enough time in the bank to go get something like that. Like that's not a, that's not a ready made team out there for Doc to go coach and go win the championship with. If Doc gets a coach another coaching opportunity now, it's not going to be with a contending team. It's going to be with a team that needs to be revamped and needs to be rebuilt, and he's going to have to take a few years to do so. Who has a shot though? I put one if team. I put Mark one Jackson team out there. I put one team out there. The Suns. Right? And so I'm off them. I'm off them, but let me hear you out. So if Vogel can't figure it out, right? And they don't have success soon enough. They just lost again tonight. Yeah, I mean, he might he might, he could lose a job mid-season. Um this team could get healthy and make huh. a run. Or they can add better pieces the following year, fire Vogel in the summer, and then get better as role players, and they can make a run. I mean, you, you don't know what's going to happen um, for other teams, especially these teams that have these dynasties. I mean, these, these, these super teams. Like the Clippers, I feel like the Clippers can't keep everybody, right? Um, yeah, I mean, so you... you you just you just don't know. You just don't know. So I think the Suns. Now, when do you give up on when do you give up on this Suns project? Like they can't say they can't. I'm with you. When he said, I'm with you. I mean, you haven't. Like, that's why I, I mean, chuckled. Seen, like, I'm like, I mean, you haven't win. seen all three of them healthy. I mean, so I mean, yeah, that's bro, it. To me, to me, dog, in like five years. Dog, like, listen. To me, the Suns project seems like the Clipper project 2.0, and I really like. I, I hate that some of you. I hate that we're so high on the Clipper project now. Because it looks like it's going to be good. But we all know, dog, in 50, 60 games, the motherfuckers is not going to be healthy. They're going to be missing games. They're going to be sitting out. Their feet going to be hurting. Their knees going to be hurting. It's going to be I'm something, gonna go dog. They're not going to be healthy. I'm going to go a different way. And I ain't, I'm not trying to be click clickbaity or nothing like that. If I'm a coach, I've seen enough of Kevin Durant killing coaches' careers to not really want to fuck with it like Ooh. that. Because we talking about Scott Brooks, we talking about Steve Nash, niggas damn near tried to get Steve Kerr up out of there, but you couldn't do it. And if I'm Vogel, and it's to the point where it's like, all right, it's too many, too many chefs in the kitchen. Ah, if I'm Doc Rivers, it's like, I don't know if I want that. I don't know if I want that. Well, but, that's, but, but that's what Doc do though. But th this is, this is, this is actually. I'm glad you said that. This is what Doc Rivers does. This is. This is what he, this is why they coaches, this is why GMs and owners bring Doc in because that's what Doc does. He can, tr he's what, one of the one, one coaches that are willing to try <laughs> to manage different personalities. He did it with yeah. the, he did it with the Celtics. He's somewhat did it with the Clippers. And, mm -hmm. and I mean, I mean, he managed a bunch of different personalities with the Clippers. Word. Did it Word. with the Sixers. I mean, obviously he hasn't won a championship since the Celtics teams. But he, he's had success. He did it in Philly. He did it in Philly, too, for what it's worth. He had Ben Simmons. He had James Harden. He had JoJo. He had a bunch of different people come and go. Come you know and go. Saying? He had Harden. I mean, Harden didn't leave because Doc Rivers was there. You know, he left, obviously, because of the GM. You know, right. so 
you know that, that this is what Doc Rivers does. So I mean, I kind of get it. I kind of get what you're coming from that. I, I think Doc Rivers is probably the one coach that probably would have the best shot of getting a chance at coaching a team that could be re- ready to win a to win a ring. Not no, Mark Jackson. Ain't no team winning no ring with Doc Rivers. In 2020. Not Mark. I, y'all don't. Y'all don't. Y'all I don't think, think anybody's gonna give Mark Jackson a shot. Yeah, I think Mark yeah, Jackson's too got far removed. Yeah. Mike Woodson. It's all gonna be. It's gonna be. Just, it's gonna be young blood at this point. Sam Cassell ain't got a shot yet. Handy ain't got a shot yet. Yeah. You know I think, what I mean? I think, it's I think gonna Sam be young is actually do for sure. Ben do. Cheeks could get back in and do something if he really wanted to. I don't know. I'm just. I'm just spitballing. That was just something that was on my mind. Like when the last time a coach wanted, left, came back and wanted again. Well, well, we really remember. ain't seen nobody do it prolifically, like on a prolific level since Phil. Well, and, and Pat Riley, but that's because only NBA Pat, has historically been dominated by dynasties. So there's very few coaches that have even won to begin with. Because yeah, Steve Kerr, right? And then before Steve Kerr, Pop and and Phil, right? Like right. And then you go to the '90s, it's Phil again, right? Like it's dominated by dynasties. So there's right. just not that many coaches who have even won to begin with. And then the ones who have won, they either out the game or it ended so badly that they can't get another game, right? Well, I don't, I don't want to dwell on this, but it, you, you bring up a good point. Are dynasties over? That's no. another question. I was trying to wait until next week to talk about it, but we can get into it right now, man. So I feel like dynasties are on the way out. Like things are starting to, to kind of come full circle. Where like the big men is coming back into being the commodity of the league because the pace of the game is all right, everybody realize like no, everybody's not Steph Curry, everybody's not Trey Young, everybody's not Buddy Hill, but everybody wants to shoot threes, right? Yeah. The big men have been winning the MVPs. Jokic twice, JoJo, Giannis twice. Who are we looking at for MVP this year? JoJo again? Gotta be Embiid. Embiid would be the front runner for me. You feel me? Offenses are starting to be run through the big men. The big men are getting all of the, all of the really, all of the shine. You're looking at Joker. You're looking at Sabonis. You're looking at Alfred Shingoon out in Houston. Like, what is he? How can you not? He don't play inside out. He plays outside in. I don't count him as a big. He just took like one of his first threes tonight of the season. They did the forty games. to threes, bro. You know how Giannis play? Full head of steam. Head start at the from the half quarter three point line, and I'm a. LeBron my way to the rim. I don't yeah. count him. I just count him as a big wing. I don't really count him as a big man. Like, uh, he don't do most of his work from, you know, 16 feet down. I like I like what's happening, but I think the dynasty, like 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 Five said, is, is, is hard to sketch that out because it's not something that just comes together. It's not something that you could just pay for, like an immaculate conception. It takes time. It takes everything from the GM to the coach to the players to the fan base all the way through. Even like when we think about the dynasties, a lot of times San Antonio's dynasty goes overlooked because it wasn't flashy. It wasn't like well, and they, personality driven. And they never won back to back championships. <laughs> and they never won back to back championships. They was always in it. They was always around. I don't I don't know if we would be calling a Golden State situation a dynasty had they not won the back to back joint. But they was always in it. They was always around it. You know what I'm saying? Dang, six finals in eight years. Yeah, well, yeah for not, sure. But that's not dynasty. Yeah, and, and here's the thing. 
every decade of basketball has had one team that has won like three, four titles, basically. Yeah, majority of it. That's since just, the what? Since the seventies? Yeah, there's not as much parity in basketball as people like to believe, right? Like decades are outside of the seventies. Decades have been dominated by one or two teams every decade outside of the seventies. Right. Now, five. Let me ask you this to compound onto your question: If dynasties are dead, once LeBron, LeBron got two, maybe three, two years left, starting the crazy minutes like this, once he calls it, who's the face of the league? Who's gonna carry it the next five, six years? Man, I mean, I mean, right? We ain't seen them yet, in my opinion. I mean, they, they're I not here yet. I don't think any of them. I want to know. You want to know who I've been kind of kind of looking at like the last few days because I've been asking myself. Halliburton no not Halliburton and, I've been looking at, I've been looking, at SG, I've been looking at SGA man Canadian though I've been looking I'm at talking SGA, about American star. yeah I mean I know he not American I know we haven't seen anything like that before but man he raises his game versus check it out best in the league I mean check I, 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 I watched him last I know they lost tonight on a back-to-back they had to travel but man, yep. I saw him last night versus Tatum, man, and he yep. was Bill Simmons. He was Bill Simmons came out today and said Bill Simmons came out today and said SGA is better than Tatum right now. Oof. I mean, it is he's tough, a better man. He, than he's played. You don't do he's played. Else he's better played. Than Tatum. He's played great against Steph Curry twice. Um, I mean, they they've beat some, play Bron tough. They played Bron tough. I mean, they have beat. He's beat some really good people, and he's performed, and I mean excelled. And I and I know he's in Oklahoma, and that's a, that's probably gonna be the the, the you know, people rolling yep. their eyes too. But man, mm-hmm. I mean, he can really put pressure on a lot of the best. So I mean, I know it's not gonna be a very very popular pick, but I think he can maybe if he goes to a bigger team or a really good team or a high market team, I think he can be that type of villain, kind of villain superstar of the league. Right. MG, who do you think is the face of the league? Who do you think the face of the league when Bron leaves? I don't see one right now. You don't see one right now? Not I even nothing the, the, bubbling? The, I think Halliburton. The, the closest would be Ant Edward for me because if you go just back and look at the history of quote-unquote faces of the league, they're people who win like championships basically, right? Like yeah. they're winners. Yeah. I don't see SGA as leading the team to a championship. I don't like... No. Out of this list of young players, Ant is probably the one I see the closest to being able to do something like that. And if you really look at it, faces of the league, we also look at it as like top 10, 15 players of all time. I don't see SGA ever getting there. KD, what you think? I'm, 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 I like Ant Edwards, and I like it for the sake of um, everybody that has, for me, been the face of the league has been somewhat of a generational talent, has been somewhat of a, uh, a mold breaker when it comes to uh, what, that, what, what, what how he became the face of the league. I see SGA as a really good player, as probably going to be, he's probably going to top out as a top tier player in the league, but I don't ever see him being the face of the league just because he doesn't have the flair or he doesn't like, I don't think SGA sells tickets like that. I think SGA sells tickets. I think the Oklahoma City Thunder sells tickets because they're young and they're vibrant, but I don't think SGA sells tickets. People want to go see what Ann Edwards is going to do on the basketball court. 
I feel the same way about Halliburton. I think Halliburton and Edwards have the potential um, to carry it. I also think we haven't seen who that person may be. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, somebody's um, got because be the, because the winner. field is too scared. This field is too scattered, like you said. And usually, like you said, there's a dominating team driven by a dominating force. Like there's a player that's there, a Tim Duncan. A Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, Shaquille O'Neal. Uh, even James, even without the team, LeBron came in. LeBron, when he came in, he was already the face of the league. Uh, I mean, he was already geared up to be the face of the league. And that was yeah. just because, hell, we had never seen a talent like his. Steph Curry wasn't like that until he developed a jumper that ain't nobody ever seen like that. You know what I'm saying? So it had to be what it had to he be was like that. He was that like that game. early on. He didn't have the team behind him that he. He needed. didn't have the team he behind him. Injury, right. He had the injury issue. He had the injury and he was Ankle playing behind Monte. Early. But if you paid attention to him early on, like around 2011, 2012, right when the Miami Heat was doing their thing, like you could kind of see it coming. And then, sure enough, it just happened a little faster than what anybody really anticipated. But, I mean, but 2011, 2012, right right, right around, like like Mark Jackson's second year coaching him, that's when you see him. Like, yeah. ah, and there's always like the rise before the fall. Like every, like all of the like top players in the league, eventually they became hated because they won so much, but they were loved at first because they were winning so much, right? Like right. kind of a, you know, kind of the trajectory of it. And until we get a player who is like top tier player, multiple championships in the finals multiple times like that's what's gonna that's what it's gonna take for somebody to become like a true like carry the lead kind of face and i was just about to say that kind of correlates exactly what we were talking about before dynasties like what player do you see that out there that can win multiple championships in a short span of time that that's what the league comes down to the league from an american standpoint they push tatum all the time you can see it it's palpable I think I think the person that has the potential right now to do it is Jokic. Um, they got the cap space, they got the they got the youth, they got the system. Golden State is on the way out. Nobody's gonna deny that, right? Right. I feel like in my heart, some big overhauls, but I don't see it happening. I feel like in my heart, we kind of wanted AD to be that. I don't think that's I don't think that's in the cards for him. I don't think that he can be the best player on your team and you be in championship contention. Unfortunately, no. And don't got nothing to do with his talent. I think it's the mentality versus yeah, the talent. Yeah, and that's also something that plays into it too. Is people when you look at the face of the league, it, and this don't apply to every sport because it's different in football. Mm-hmm. But in basketball, yeah. people have to look at that person as cool. And some of these dudes' personalities. They ain't gonna come off as just necessarily cool. Not that they lame or weird or nothing like that, but some of them just don't have that like cool factor. Fuck like, that's, cool. That's what Ant- Fuck Ant- cool. Edwards has it. You gotta though. put you like, gotta put the fear of God in another team. Like, I'm I, talking about, I, about the fans though, in terms of from a fan's it's the it factor. Like Yeah, you gotta have that it factor. That, that kind of swag, that it factor, like you cool. Like I don't see anybody out of these young guys with that outside of Ant. Right? We already know them. we already know the dude funny as hell. Right, yeah. you already know he, yeah. he got a hell of a personality. He's a great interview, right? He know how to talk that shit, right? And then on the court, he's starting to finally back it up on both ends of the star court. presence, star presence yes. for sure. Agree. I don't see that in Ty Halliburton, and and I'm a Ty Halliburton fan. I wanted the business to draft that motherfucker. Oh no, you bugging? Oh no, 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 no. I was with you. I was with you. I was with you. 
the other night when he went off on Wally Zerviak after all them comments, he he heard what he said last year. Yeah, he was like, I don't see That's him. not his normal personality. That one with Wally is personal because of the shots Sir, uh, Wally took. But he know. let it be known on yeah. the court on TV. Like, nah, bro. But that's not. I'm here. I'm on you. I'm of him. No, you know man, I mean? he hit the, he hit the Dame time just a few weeks ago. You heard, you <laughs> he heard, old Dame in his face. And then he skipped, I'm then loving he, it. Then he skipped on Tatum and them. What was that? Don't come Tatum on now, come on, come on, come on. I know I'm not crazy. <laughs> and, and actually, I'll, hey. take, I'll take that back. I don't think it's gonna happen now because of the situation he in. But outside of Ant, the other dude I see who could be that dude would have been Booker. I'm off of Phoenix, bro. I can I'm, see Booker. I'm not, that, I'm that not a problem. I'm off Phoenix. I don't think, I I don't think Booker's the problem with Phoenix, but in terms of the mode that we would look for, in terms of like talk that shit, back it up on the court, one of the best players in the league, like Book has it. It's just he got stuff. He, he playing with KD, bro. We know KD can't do it. <laughs> but before he was KD, playing with KD, what happened then? Well, yeah, but you got to remember, Book is, still, Book is still young, though, too, though. Like he ain't that. I'm trying he didn't win that shit. That's what happened. He went for 70. He told Joakim Noah we ain't double teaming in the summer league. Like his game has improved dramatically, drastically. I will not deny yeah, that at all. Like, right? He's got he's he has the I don't think the issue with book being a star is book. I think it's the team he Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because the book was doing this in MSG on a nightly basis, boy. You took the words out of my head. League. You took the words out of my head. I got the Knicks joint on right now. As a matter of bro, fact, bro, they just go out the there and give you like 34, five and five every night, and bro. have it rocking, have it rocking. And the game rocking. is so smooth, like it's, bro. If he was on a different team in a better situation, like I, I think book might be that one. Shit, people tried to people. We was waiting on PG to do it too. It's kind of like a similar situation, but PG never wanted it. PG never wanted to be the guy. Who y'all say he got into it with? <laughs> Book. Book. Yeah. He got Devin Book on his mind. PG never wanted to be the guy. He wanted to be the, you know, he always wanted to be Robin. Check it out. Let's do quick hits, and then I'm going to get y'all up out of here. Potential mega fight. No longer a mega fight. No longer a mega fight. Anthony Joshua won his won his leg, but Deontay Wilder lost his fight. They were over. What it was in Abu Dhabi or something? Nah, he didn't just get. He didn't just lose. That man got. That man got dominated. Damn, bro. Like it was Damn, bad. Something. To this day, it was bad, Damn, bro. bro. Damn, bro. Bro, it was Too bad. Too many R&B songs. Bro, it was. It was bad, bro. Like it was. It was. It was bad, dog. That man, yeah, I've bro. never seen somebody salty. lose every single round, dog. That made me feel like it, <laughs> like salty. like square business, bro. Like I'm a, I'm a box, I'm a, I like boxing, dog. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, yeah. I like combat sports, dog. That man lost every single round. He was chasing him. He chased him. There was him no round I felt like he was in the fight. Yeah, man. He ain't fought in a couple years since he got knocked out with, by Fury in the last one. Yeah, and that's the problem with Wilder. It's like standpoint he hasn't gotten that much better over the years and now he's getting older like you still got the power but hey, the older you get man you gotta have a technique there man yeah he was never right. a technical boxer never. exactly <laughs> and he never really got better like i mean hey, he got better at using his jab but that's really about it kd bro you was at the rose ball 
Um, yes, sir. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna let MG we're gonna ISO for for MG in a second. But you was at the Rose Bowl. You was on site. Tell us how the vibe was, bro, to bring in the new year. I know the Rose Bowl is usually your your vibe anyway. Like you usually out there year to year for, yes, the, for the game for the parade. So take us through how it was this year, man. I know it was a special. Um, dog, for me, uh, uh, I don't know if y'all know, dog, but uh, I work in television. You know what I mean? And uh, for, for me. This past Rose Bowl was pretty special, dog, because uh, we had like a lot of of young brothers on the crew, dog, and it was a uh, uh, it was the huh? first time it was the first time in a long time that that had happened the way that it did. I think it was like fifteen to sixteen of us on one crew, dog. So that was that was a major big deal. So with the game already being as significant as it was, being that this might be the final Rose Bowl game, dog, being that the Pac-12 is going away like it is, but I. I I really appreciated this game for giving me that opportunity to work besides those guys. It was a great game, man. Atmosphere was crazy start to finish. Um, the fans really made the game like way more live than anything I can imagine, dog. It was, and, and then afterwards, dog, the drone show, I didn't get to see a lot of, um, I, I, I saw more fans like be into the game and not be disrespectful and not be like, um, overbearing than I had ever had, dog. And I, I really thought it was, it was a great game, man. It was no, it, it really, dog, was probably like, for me, the epitome of what football should be. Two good teams locking it up on the field, playing a great game, and afterwards they go their separate ways and going about their business. So it was a good how feel, did, man, did, a good vibe. How did the crowds travel? Was it a lot of Oh my God, dog. It was literally split right down the middle, like from the east side to the west side of the field. It's like they split it, not from the 50 yard line, but they split it the long way all the way down. So you got all the crimson and cream on one side and you got the maize and gold on the other side. Maize and whatever it is on the other side. You know what I mean? It was pretty dope though. Y'all been seeing that meme of LL Cool J when he was at the WWE shit? No. I'm gonna send it to you. <laughs> this is a while ago. You said splitting down the middle. Oh. MG, man, holla at us, bro. I know you proud, big dog. I know you bleed uh, amazing yeah, blue. What's the know, word? Take us through. You know why it was a real good atmosphere, man? Because, you know, Michigan fans, we have class. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, no, nah, bro, that was like, look, man, that was like, there's a couple of moments in my lifetime as a Michigan fan that like stick with me and over the years, recently we have struggled the big 10 as a whole has struggled against sec teams word right? as a whole and to beat bama uh man look you don't know how good that felt bro <laughs> you don't know how good that felt man like that was the moment because in the, in the thing with hardball teams too over the years it's been like we lose the big games right and so uh this was probably the biggest win that we didn't had since we beat Ohio State for the first time so, in like a decade. Almost what a decade. was it? What was it that got y'all over the hump? We won the battle of the trenches, right? Like you, between Michigan and Alabama, there's probably was the two teams with the best interior, with the best lines on both ends of the football out of the four teams in the playoffs, right? And we won the battle of the trenches. I, obviously, we can talk about the center and the snaps on Alabama side, but. We played our defensive line played well and our offensive line played well, right? There was a couple defensive tackle. Defensive tackle when they won said he was surprised that Florida State didn't get in over Bama. He said that probably would have been a better uh, a better matchup. I don't know what all the players Florida State was missing, but 
but yeah, that, that's where that's where it really came down to, right? Most times than not, if you win that battle, you win the game, right? So, um, shout to Michigan, man. Roman Wilson, Adrian McCarthy. Shout out to my boy Blake Corner, man. Should have won that. Would have won the Heisman. He should have won the Heisman last year. Actually, he missed the one game. Played well in every other game and didn't get the Heisman. But they gave it to Bryce, who had like not just two bad games. He had like two horrific games. Like should have been Blake Corm's award. But um, I'm happy for him, man. Good, good dude. I've been rooting for JJ since he first got here, and Jim Harbaugh didn't want to play him. Like that. That's my that's my guy. We we Washington. Hey, we got we got a Big Ten uh, college football championship. Pac Ten, y'all can't claim Washington no more. Y'all letting them leave. They odds now. The Big Ten championship game. Yeah. You know yeah. Yeah. So Uncle Willie's son. You Uncle Willie's son. You don't play that shit. We here now. Uh, but man, yeah, this is like I don't know. After, especially after last year, bro, with the TCU game, like. It was hard to it was hard to have some faith, and this team does not look better than last year's team, which is crazy. Last year's team looked a lot more dominant than this year's, because um, we had Blake Corm and we had Donovan Edwards going crazy last year. But Donovan ain't been the same this year. Um, but this team right now, they just they they playing for each other, bro. And I think that's the same thing that's happening up in Washington too. They they playing for each other, and so. It, Team got talent and they doing that and they staying disciplined for the most part, man. It's hard to beat. It is hard to it's gonna beat. Gonna be a great, gonna be a great national championship game. My brother, KD, you out there in Houston right now setting up for it. Yes, sir. What you looking yes, forward sir. to? What you anticipating for the game next week, man? Dog, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm eager to see what Michael Penix is um uh, is gonna do against that defensive line of Michigan, man. Um uh, although uh, Alabama had a, a bunch of bad snaps, man, I, I actually was digging the way that they were getting after the quarterback, forcing him to uh, actually move out of the pocket and make plays like on, on a really quick. You know what I mean? My bad, bro. My bad. I'm excited to see Michael Penix, dog. I'm excited to see what he does against this um, defensive front because it's been his his game has been getting the ball out pretty quick and um making the offense run pretty fast. So I think this is going to be another testament where he's going to have to do the same thing. And I'm just kind of excited to see what he's going to do about that, man. It's, it's going to be fun. Um, but I, I I mean, MG, I love you. You're my brother. Uh, but I got Washington in this game um, just for the simple fact that, dog, I feel like offensively they've been on another level and they've been clicking at the right times. I just think that they go and get it done. Yo, this is Dumba T. Pongo when you checking in with the Hitman Podcast. Game show. Last segment before we get up out of here. I'm going to make it easy for y'all. It's going to be rapid fire. We're going to do 30 seconds. I'm going to give y'all 30 seconds. We're doing sports stadiums, all right? All right. Don't... Football, basketball, baseball. We're just gonna go around the horn. Whoever can name the most in the 30 second time frame is the winner. Whatever comes to your head, that's what you're gonna, that's what you're gonna yell out. We're gonna start with KD. We're gonna go Cinco, MG is last. 30 seconds and your time starts now. Lambo. 
Madison Square Garden. Oh, American Airlines Center. No, you go ahead. No, you go ahead. Good, my bad. I, oh, I ruined it. I got four field. You good? No, you good. Uh, Madison Square Garden. Smoothie King Center. Uh, Chase Center. Footprint Center. Oracle. Oh, no, 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 Comerica Park. Ranger Stadium. Target Center. Fenway Park. Little Caesars. KD got it, but just by a little bit. This shit, bro. Damn. Five almost had it. Well, five, you fucked up because you said it's the Amway Center. It's not oh. the Amway Center no more. Amway Arena. Oh, it's the Kia Center man. now. Oh, yeah, that's right. They just, they just changed it. They just changed it. Yeah, right. And then, look, I was about to stumble. Hell, they went to baseball. I was like, shit, I'm going to be out of there. No, nah, bro. It was, it, it was, it was local, crazy. bro. I was starting to blink, so I just went local. <laughs> that's what you do. You start yeah, local yeah, first. United Center, Soldier Field. We got, we got, yeah. fo we got four of them. Oh, go, what's up, Wrigley? Nah, I went, I went, I went to Notables first. I went to like the Notables first. Lambo was the first that's, thing that came to mind. I'm going. Bro, you supposed to do AT and T, Triple A. You feel me? Because if you caught me before I said Comerica Park, bro, I said Tiger Stadium. Like I just, my mind just went local. I was gonna let it rock. That's the first game show of the year, first of many. We're gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna make it I'm gonna make it fun for y'all. KD next got time. that one. Yes, sir. It's the only KD that went in. I gotta I gotta listen, I got I need I gotta, a win. I got, it's the only I got KD something in the works, bro. We got the best KD. I, I got something in the works for 2024. Whoever win the game, whoever win the most game shows, I got something in store for y'all. So keep me oh, honest with it. Yeah, so it's gonna get real competitive in the 24. Shout outs before we get up out of here. Who going first? Hey, man, real quick, shout out to the guys, man, big time, man. I appreciate y'all for continually riding this wave out, dog. We're going to make this thing happen one way or another, man. Big shout out to all my black and TV fellas, man. I know y'all seen the picture. If you had, if you haven't, check me out on Instagram at uncle underscore Don underscore son, man. We had a great turnout, like I said, man, with the black and TV movie, man, and it's just going to continue to get bigger, man. So big shout out to those guys, man. Let's continue to get bigger, dog. And all of the black and TV, man, TV professionals, man, y'all keep doing y'all thing. Keep y'all heads up and keep pressing forward, man. Look, yeah. Word, straight up. Oh, oh, I got to give a shout out to. My squad, bro. Go blue all day. We here. We here. Next Monday, bruh. About to turn up. Uh, but also, since we were kind of on the topic earlier, man, I got to give a shout out to home Um First. Yeah, hoping. Look, I didn't. I thought he was going to be a good player. I ain't. I ain't. He's surpassing my expectations, my rookie expectations for him. And, and right now, he what? Like 54% from the field, 40% from three, and like 83% from free throw line on 17 points a game. But like three blocks. That's great. And Jaime Highcast, too. Like those are my two front runners. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like Fire, him. fire, hey, fire. Hey, they're my two front runners for rookie of the year right now. Um, hey, hey, do you think Shaq can get to 50, 40, 90? Uh, I mean, he's at 83 for free throws right now. I mean, I don't know if he'll yeah, gonna get the volume. Yeah, shoot enough value, free throws to get yeah. there. Oh yeah, I got you. I got you. I got you. But uh, he, I mean, he he he's been he's been impressive, bro. I gotta give him his credit. And I slightly, 
I wasn't all the way wrong on him. I just didn't think he was going to be this good this early. So, um, and then Jaime Hotkeys. I mean, he's a he's he's just a hooper. He's just a hooper. So, um, I got to give a shout out to them. Um, I'm gonna give a shout well, out. What KGN? What KGN? PB saying? They say who who cracking? He cracking right now. Hey, cracking hey, right hey, now. Jaime was cooking LeBron tonight at the end of the game. Boy, look. Yeah, hit, that, yeah. hit that fadeaway out the post on Brian, bro. I said, "Oh, I like, I like Hawkins. I like, but uh, I, you know he kicking it in Miami too. I got to you know, give a shout out to another. He was talking about five earlier. We got Cinco here, man. Look, man, Lamar Jackson, big trust. <laughs> Lamar Jackson, that MVP, MVP. Award. You, know, you heard? He came yeah. out. He got the criticism. He came out the next week and 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 and, and show people on the field, bro. Like that's that's what you. That's how you supposed to do it." You know what I'm saying? He got that team balling, top team in the league right now, about to get that MVP. We'll see what happened in the playoffs, but got to give a shout-out to him. He got a second MVP on the way. So, um, Outside of that, man, still just want to wish everybody a happy new year, bro. Hope everybody prosper this year, whatever it may be, man, family, financially, work, whatever it may be, man. Uh, you know, I hope everybody just, you know, have a better year than the last year. Straight up. Man, I five. Guess, uh, what's up? I like to take us home. Shout out to you guys, man. Um, you know, new year, same show, but we're gonna do it better, man. So, um, I appreciate you guys, but let me on here. And, um, man, we're gonna take this thing to another level, man. And then, uh, second, on just on the sports side, man, I really want to give a shout out to Michael Penix Jr., man, who. I was just about to play it. I got you. Hold on, big dog. I got you. You know, but you know, I had to lean on the ones that I love the most, man. But it means a lot, you know, to be here. You know, I'm super blessed, and I, I gotta thank the man above. You know, I gotta thank God for everything that you know he, he's put me through to get to this point, man. It, it's been a blessing, and you know, uh, I've been enjoying the journey. Congratulations, enjoy. All uh, right, thank you, Dade City, Tampa, Florida. We up, hey, free Huli. I remember you. I ain't forget about you, brother. Love y'all. Sean. <laughs> Hey, Took man, the words stay, out my head, yeah, big he dog. Go ahead. Guys, I ain't mean man. to cut so you. We got, we got to free the guys, man. You know what I'm saying? And uh, man, heard. Man, a lot of people, a lot of people know now, but man, he's got one of the best comeback stories probably in um probably in sports history. To be honest with you, overcame two ACL injuries. Uh, he's gonna be playing at a national championship. So I mean, I mean, shout out, big shout out to him, man. His parents come to every game. They shouted out his parents at the game last time. So shout out uh, those uh. You know th- th- that black family, man. That's, that's really has uh, overcame a lot, man, to get where they're going. So, man, I, I love to see it, and uh, man, it's, it's been a blessing, you know. And I wish them the best of luck in the championship game. Hey, finally got the chance to put it together. It dog, that you man know, had four straight injured. years be injured, yeah. be injured because of injuries, dog. That's cold. Yeah, he was out there. You you always seen the talent with him, but now he's finally healthy. Got some pieces around him. Good coaching. Able to put everything together, man. That's yeah, a blessing. It was another, it was a also it was a win for college football last weekend too, man. I mean, those were those were some of the those amazing the games. Get the yeah, essence yeah. out of here. Year, so. That's gonna do it for us, man. We appreciate y'all tapping in every time we got the new batch of yellow top. Make sure y'all check in with us each and every time we do it. We already told y'all where we at. We're everywhere that podcast live, man. It's first episode of 2024 in the bag. More to come. Stay tuned. Bigger things, bigger dreams in the 2-4. I'm with the four horsemen, including myself. Make sure y'all get in with us. Check out the mailbag, the hitmanpodcast at gmail.com. 
Hit us up on the socials. And in the 24, you can't forget it. We ain't gonna let you forget it. What happened here was a miracle, and I want you to f***ing acknowledge it. You better believe it. All right, it was a miracle. Can we go now? Y'all be now? safe. We'll catch y'all next week. We gone. Holla. Center. Oh!